episode 81 of the slow spin sighting podcast my name is paul and joining me as always are rob and amanda what's, what's up you guys what's Yo. Going on? we're going skydiving <laughs> we're talking about going skydiving <laughs> if you want to hear more about people falling from the sky or <laughs> big balloons with air in it uh, then you should listen to the pre-show. You can access the extended conversation at patreon.com slash podcast. Now let's get into the show. And today is a game episode. Whoop, whoop, whoop. whoop. Classic this versus that. Would you rather concept? We've done it before. We know you love it. And we kind of felt like doing it. Who wants to start? So this is a dilemma I had earlier on. Have this less now, but it leads me to a second question. So, a good set of one seventy millimeter crank, uh huh, or a standard cheap kind of set of one six five crank. Because we all know we prefer one six five. Yeah. Yeah, but do we really? <laughs> I do. I can personally feel the difference between one six five and one seventy. Mm-hmm. Can you? Yes. Yes. Um, Especially going into a corner. I agree. I would like to put this to the test somehow and trick you both, not trick you both, but do a blind test. One bike has 165, one bike has 170, and you both don't know. Bring it on. Okay. Yeah. We'll make a YouTube video out of it. Watch me like fucking more pedal content. Sh- <laughs> Watch me pedal strike hard and like eat shit just because it's a one seventy. Yeah, exactly. Because I I've been riding one seventy on one of my bikes for the last eight nine months. Uh huh. And before that, I was like, I can't ride one seventy. <laughs> it's not track, is it? I want one six five. But I haven't noticed the difference. <laughs> Well, to be fair, most of my cranks are 160, 165, but I have some, I, have, I, think, I think I have one 170 and one 167.5, mm-hmm. and I have them both on, like, Sunday bikes, you know, mm-hmm. that I don't use too often, and they're just out in the corner. But when I write them, I can definitely feel the difference. Yeah, okay. It's not like crazy, like, oh my god, I'm gonna die. This is terrible. Please let me go home. But I'm like, ah, this is this is a bit low, in it? I feel like it's a bit more in our heads, though, than it actually is. I want to do the blind test. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, when I was in my first years of looking for, you know, so... I start to understand the fixed gear culture and I start to look for not rare parts, but cool parts, you know? Mm-hmm. And I see, I remember it was an FSA Vigorelli. Uh, so that's an old crank set from FSA. And I see on eBay for a really decent price. And I'm like, fuck yeah, this is great. This is exactly what that. I want, yeah. This is exactly what I want. So I buy it. It arrives. And I'm like, wow, for some reason, they look really long. They're 175. <laughs> they were 177.5. Oh my god, that's huge. That is huge. Holy yeah. shit. That's yeah. for like an extra It was extra not large. great to ride at all. I still rode them for a bit, yeah, you know? Sure. And then I bought another set of Vigorelli that were actually uh there were 170 actually. I never found 165. I just need to say this though. I am obviously sure that if you're riding crit or anything that you take short bends, the shorter the crank arm is better situation. Just yes. being just making clear that's not I'm not not saying that. I'm just mm-hmm. saying general kind of riding around the city. Uh, not even just general riding around the city, the night rides, whatever, actually riding quite fast in the city, 
especially with flats and straps, uh, I'd, I haven't particularly noticed the difference that much. So what would you prefer? Would you prefer a set of Omniums, for just an example, 170s, or uh-huh. a really cheap, Sugi- uh, not even Sugino-like, BLB replica 165? You. Ah, uh, see what I'm saying. A hard one. This is why it's yeah. Because you could yeah. I feel like I would still go with the one six five for just one reason. Yeah, just for one reason. I know for a fact that switching from bike to bike was different crank set size, especially when you're in straps or clipped or in toe cages. You can fuck your knees pretty bad. Mm. That it's a really mm. small difference, but it will fuck your knees. Mm. That's interesting. So I think I would go with one six five anyway, okay. even if the BLB looks shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was my first one. I think that's quite a good starter. Amanda, what about you though? All right. So I think this is one's pretty obvious. But one of my personal wacky dilemmas that I deal with constantly on my fixed gear bikes is constantly having to change the pedals mm. all the time. Because in the city, I'm riding SPD. In my crits, I'm riding SPDSL. And now I have Wahoos. So I'm always constantly changing the pedals, which is a pain in the ass. I have a solution for you. Yeah. Get a bike for each pedals. Bam, there you go. You wow. know the answer to that one. You could have the exact same bike, just with different pedals. You never mm-hmm. have to, because I fucking hate changing pedals. I hate that. Oh as well. my god, I cannot. I I will do a lot before I have to take the pedals off. And I would say it's really brave of you because. Yeah. When I switch the pedals, I'm always super careful because I'm shit scared yeah. to fuck the thread, you know? Hmm. And you have the more you take pedals limited in and edition out. Yeah, yeah. Sugi no 75. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm quite easily fucked that up. I mean, I'm a bike mechanic. It's all good. I know, <laughs> Man, I know. I know, I'm just fucking around. I mean, uh, I've yeah. been a bike mechanic as well, and I fucked um, a lock ring thread okay. like a few years back. Mm. And for the five years prior, I was like, ugh, fucking a lock ring thread? Ugh, it only happens for beginner. Come on, man, I'm better than that. I did it. Mm. I fucking did it. Yeah. Speaking of lock ring, that's another thing I constantly, well, constantly, actually too often have to change are my ratios because of riding different crits and riding in the city, etc. Depending on what crit I ride, I have to always change my ratio. Oh my God, you live in a totally different world to us. Which yeah. is, yeah, which is a pain that. in the ass. I still have a fill lock ring in my wallet. Yeah. <laughs> because Amanda was like, Paul, can you bring a Phil Lockman to Berlin? And I'm like, yeah, it's still in my wallet to this day. Why, just because you got Phil with hubs? Yeah. You're like, I need yeah, the because they have a, oh, they have they the have a special thread. yeah, threading. Yeah. Yeah. But that's the thing. That's what I was trying to say at Maddie's place. I don't think that's true, though, because I had a, I had a Phil Wood cog and lock ring on my Surly hub. Unless they mm. have two types. I've had well I've had Phil... fi- I've had Philwood cogs and lock rings on different hubs that aren't Philwood. I don't know, man, because so Phil are Italian threading and most of the other hubs are uh English threading. And so the one I fucked, I put uh well, what do you mean Phil... by threading? Italian and English, you mean bottom bracket? No no no, the lock ring threading. I don't think it's different, man. It is, I, it is, because I, tried, I fucked yeah, my hub like that. Exactly. I tried to put on an, just a regular lock ring on the Philwood hub, and it wouldn't go on. And it, I, like, almost, I didn't strip it. But Unless Philwood you know. sell a, oh, my God. Amanda's going to fuck that bike. Um, <laughs> no. Oh, <laughs> Kang is not listening to this. Yeah, we hope not. 
Because if he is, he'd take it back off you. Um, maybe <laughs> Phil would do a standard track uh, cog and lock uh, thread, uh, uh, lock ring and cog, and they do one specific for their hub, potentially. Maybe. But I, wait, maybe, wait, I, don't know. I know. Wait, Matty's um, Phil Wood hubs that I built up, mm-hmm. we put a regular lock ring and cog on it. This de- Matty's definitely doesn't have. A f- Google it. I can hear you type and figure it out. Answer Sorry. The- oh no, no. I want to know. Are you googling <laughs> that though? I hope. Yeah. Okay, good. Not just like, where's my Deliveroo? Oh no, that's Paul. <laughs> Phil use on Phil Wood, Campagnolo, Mish, and other hubs with Italian lock ring threading. Will not Come work on. on hubs that have English lock ring threading. Yes. Bang. Bang. Ah, I probably used a Mish lock ring. Mm. Probably, yeah. Voila. But I definitely Voila. had a Philwood cog. So the threading on the cog is the same. It's just the threading on the lock ring that is different. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. The, the cog threading is the same. It's just the lock ring. known to be extremely tight on Philwood hub. Because I had a Philwood cog, one hundred percent went onto a Surly hub. One hundred percent, I'm sure of that. Yeah, a Philwood cog think, will go everywhere, yeah. not a Phil lock ring. Exactly. So, what were the other brands you said? Campagnoli, uh, Mish. So it's Campagnolo, Mish, Mac, oh, and Mac. other hubs with Italian lock ring threading. And it it does look like it's, uh, the Mish ones do look like. It's, wait, no, no. I've had so many different lock rings. I've had a BLB lock ring on my Mish. Oh, no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I didn't. Um, I love it. On? I love it how, like, we all have so much experience within mechanics and the industry. And you still learn shit every day as a mechanic, like, on bikes. No matter how long you work. That's why bike mechanics are very good at what they do because they've been around for so long. It's not that you become a better mechanic. I think it's just you just know way, way, way more. There's so much to learn, just constantly learning. Yeah. Yep. I was actually talking with a dude that was in um in an apprentice, like one week apprentice thing in my local bike shop, Mm -hmm. and I was like, "Hey, why do you want to be a mechanic?" I was like, "Well." like bikes and you know like i'm into it and mechanics sounds great blah blah blah. and i want to i want to help people and like hold on what do you mean by helping people (laughs) and he told me well you know like if someone has a puncture or anything it's always nice to help them i was like yeah i understand but you want to make money right it's like well if it's just a puncture it's it's not worth that much. I'm like, well, this is where you're wrong. Because being a bike mechanic is knowledge and skills. Mm-hmm. And people need to pay for that. Mm-hmm. This is why there is so many little tiny bike shops that close after a year. Because sometimes bike mechanics are just too, too nice. Bam. Nice. And I understand that you want to be nice. Totally. And I understand that you will have friends visit your shop. But even if it's not the full price, make people pay a little bit. Every work deserves salary. The Hop Kingdom's <gasps> opening a bike shop. We just... Uh, they, they, what? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Big, Dave start, Big Dave's starting. Christoph. Um, oh, and is yeah. it going to be where uh, Look Mom No Hands was? No, it's going to be in Hop Kingdom. Oh, okay. <laughs> it seems what? pretty fucking obvious. What is it going to be in Look Mom No Hands, the business that <laughs> no, closed down? But like, dude, it, Hop Kingdom could have then have two locations, like a boss ass beach. Yeah, but then we don't have to like pay how... rent because we're already in okay. Hop Kingdom. Oh right, I see. Yeah, okay. I like how it has like no connection whatsoever between the two. Well, like, Dave, went... oh, they're gonna they're gonna open a mechanic. Okay, okay, okay. So they're going to sell pizza, right? <laughs> no contact. No connection. <sighs> I love it. Well, Dave, well, Dave, yeah, so, yeah, Dave did work at Look Mom No Hands, so there is a connection. Right, I'll, give, voila. I'll, I'll give Manda that. And there was a bike shop. 
Yeah, that's not the connection, mate. (laughs) Is it going to be where another bike shop was? (laughs) No, no. (laughs) It's a new thing. Um, They just started uh, building the workshop there. All right. Nice. Sick. Oh, yeah, we're in the middle of a show. Paul, you're next. (laughs) All right. I have a good, like, dilemma that I could present to you. So would you rather living in a city that is quite heavy on the brake laws and cycling laws? Oh, like this, like this. oh my god, no. Okay. Yeah. Or, I, that's why I want out or of Germany. A more relaxed, like more relaxed on, on cycling laws, etc. But the traffic is so intense oh. and so fucked that you would ride a brake anyway. The stricter I mm, the stricter police situation, the stricter bike law situation, I think would be something I could get along with more than a horrible city to ride. You know, I think. Mm. See, I think it's the opposite. I feel like when I feel restrained and I feel like there's too many rules Mm. and people are like always how you have to follow the rules, you have to follow the law. Then I feel restrained and mm. being free to like just shred and do the fuck I want and ride through red lights and okay, yeah, go yeah, between cars. Yeah. So even if it's a hard city to ride in, I'll take the challenge. And if I can at least do the illegal shit properly. I think you're right because after, to be honest, that was one of the worst things about Berlin for me. That was literally one of the things that was like, right, though, that's enough for me. I, can't just ride the way I ride in London. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I think you're right, actually. Yeah. That's what I also don't like about also in Hamburg is like everyone, you have to stop at a red light. Every cyclist, every person. I'm like, this does not exist in my brain. <laughs> like, I'm going to just go right through the red light and I don't give a shit. And just like... blank you people. <laughs> but yeah. I'd, yeah. Paul, what would you prefer? Ah, uh, I don't know. So, I like the situation in Berlin. Obviously, inspired me for that one. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have yet to see a city with a traffic that is so intense that I would not feel comfy. Paris, in it. oh my but, lord, Paris is easy to ride. <laughs> But I also never been to South America. Yeah, Mexico is pretty wild, I think. Where there just has hardly any cyclists on the road. Yeah. Yeah. But everyone says Mexico is cool to ride. Yeah. So honestly, I don't know. It's it's a question for you guys, not for me. Mm. Yeah, I think I think I'm with Amanda. I think uh, being restricted really fucks with my mental like uh, freedom. And I think I would choose, yeah, the rough city over having to stop at every red light, uh, you know. Having, like, cars honk at you constantly, and you're not even doing anything wrong. It's just because you're a cyclist on the road. And I think Amsterdam is, like, kind of that, in a way, kind of takes away the freedom that the way we like to ride a bit. Amsterdam? Yeah. Because they're strict? It's just bike lane with, with, with bike lane. It's not fun for them cycling. It's just a way to commute. So this whole mm. system works and functions very well, but it's very strict. Mm. Very strict. Interesting. All right, Rob, you want to hit us with the next one? Yeah, I've got one. I don't know how much. I think both of you will be able to understand the dilemma that I face often. I don't like ever riding with a bag, really. Uh huh. But also, I like to have stuff with me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So that's pretty much the dilemma. So, is it the bag with the camera, the larger bag? And then, do I take water? Oh, well, why don't I just take a tube and a pump then? And then, all of a sudden, I've got a fucking heavy bag. And I'm like, I wish I hadn't brought my bag. And then, I don't take my bag. And then, I Get a flat. Then you get a flat. Oh, and I'm, oh, I'm thirsty. Or you know, ever thought about a rack or a basket? But then you can't bar spin. Wheelie, bro. 
You can't wheelie with a rack. With, with no, you can wheelie with a rack, but the rack would have nothing on it, right? Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> like having an empty bag. <laughs> I was thinking actually more and more about a small frame bag. Actually, yeah, that would work. But you see, this is my solution: is I have the Chrome mess small messenger bag, mm. like the small one. Um like rectangle uh and it fits everything just i have a small like my tube my tools my hand pump my water bottle and then it fits a lock and that's all i need so you're saying i need a medium-sized bag it's yeah. not even a bag what amanda has and i'll i'll put it into into the show notes but the little, the little tiny perfect. sling from uh yeah from... it's a more yeah. sling yeah. yeah it's like rectangle yeah then maybe I just need to find myself a nice, small, but spacious bag that I can put just enough things in. Yeah. Well, that, that bag I find is perfect. Okay. The one I have. How many liters is that? Maybe. Probably something like, 10. Like, it's tiny. Mm. 10, 20, I'd say. 10 or 20. Quite a big difference, bro. <laughs> it's like double the size. I, I was going to say like <laughs> fifth, 10, 15. Not, no, maybe smaller, no? I don't know. Like 10 or 50 or 100? No, I think, I think it's like 10. Okay. Let, wait, wait, wait. Because I me... can fit like two Nalgene bottles in it. Two what bottle? Nalgene. What's Nalgene? A, na <laughs> a Nalgene bottle, Nalgene bro. Model. It's like... <laughs> Nalgene. Um, it's just a water bottle. It's a, a one liter water bottle. A water bottle. A water bottle. Yeah. A bottle of water. People, that, <laughs> that people put stickers. Stickers on. <laughs> so Chrome has the cadet and the mini cadet sling. Yeah. So I, the cadet, but the mini cadet don't get because it doesn't come with the extra strap and then yeah. it always okay. falls and that's shit. So the cadet is nine liters. Oh, Hola. I knew it. Ten. Oh. Also, nothing against Chrome, but if you have the opportunity to buy from your local oh, I'm not buying a Chrome bag. bag thing, uh, do it. Hmm. I'm gonna bag hit Craftman. I'm gonna hit Cargo Virg up, Alex. Yeah, he he knows. He knows. I'm on my way. I'm coming for him. <laughs> he knows. Let's let's make a collab with him, and we'll create like the perfect bag. That isn't really a bag, but you can still put stuff inside, but it still has the name of a bag. You know what? what I, you know what I did like that came out, but then in, I think Matty bought one, but then it just never arrived. That handlebar bag that was a sling as well. What? Yeah, it can oh. it can go on isn't as a handlebar with bag. With Chrome? No, it's not with Chrome. No. So it had the option to be a like I think a ten liter sling or maybe bigger. And then it, but it had a roll top as well, and Whoa. it extended out so then you could actually put it on your frame as a frame bag to take the weight when it became too heavy. It's a fucking cool idea, right? Mm. Sounds like a design nightmare. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wanted to fit everything, <laughs> but not weigh anything. Exactly. Business ideas, slowest society one hundred one. Take everything from us. We don't care. We don't care. We don't need money. We love. We do yeah. this for the love. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, we're like in a dark attic, like counting our change and like starving and <laughs> eating pasta every day. Yo, for real, man. <sighs> All right, who's next? My dilemma, bro. My dilemma, bro. Being clipped on my Traclo bike. And trying to practice tricking. This person here does not own flat pedals and does not own straps and only has SPDs and SPDSLs. So anytime I've ever tried to practice tricking, faking, or fish and chips. I love how you like, I just have SPDs and SP, SPDs, SLs. <laughs> you just have to mention both types each time. <laughs> but because they're completely different. Just so everybody knows you are fully clipped in in every situation. <laughs> 
Guys, fuck I don't your fuck zodiac with, sign. I don't, Tell me your what pedal yeah, you're rocking. I don't fuck with fucking strap. I've got all types of SPDs, baby. You just Yo. fucking tell me which ones, and I've got them. Yo, for you. <laughs> Um, so, this person doesn't own flat yeah, pedals. Yeah. So can you just so, remind me how many types of SPDs have you got? So I've got two pairs of SPDs, Shimano's. Mm-hmm. I've got one Shimano. pair of SPDSL looks, mm-hmm. and I've got one pair of Wahoo. 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 Pedals. Anyway. So you've got quite um, a selection of SPD pedals. And I have back in Canada Garmin power meter pedals, SPDSL pedals, which I'm trying to sell. Okay. Why do you want to sell yeah. those ones? You have such a collection. <laughs> because they're back in Canada. I'm not using them and I need the money. <laughs> okay. Anyway. So, yeah. Um, try, <laughs> trying to fake it, trying to practice fish and chips. And not going anywhere because all I have are tiny little pedal thingies. Yeah, this on, doesn't work. Yeah, which is not yeah. working, and it's super hard. And uh, yeah, I need some flat pedals in order to really actually practice tr- tricking. I think you answered that dilemma. Yeah. 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 Get yourself a. Little... It isn't that hard yeah. when you think yeah. about it more than two seconds. <laughs> yeah. Get yourself some flat. Yeah. I've only got flats, by the way. I've got. This kind of flat and that kind of flat, and I've got you know a really flat but you flat. See, and a, and a, I don't want to spend my money on buying flats. So if anyone wants to give me their flats and straps, I'll be more than happy. So, so one second you're hawking and selling your used SPDs, and the next second you're asking for donations of flat yes. pedals and straps. Welcome to Slow Spin Society, Amanda's marketplace. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyone want a power meter for one thousand dollars? What? Yeah, one k for a power meter. What does I a power meter up... do? Make you more? Po- does it make you more powerful? Well, a power it calculate. meter calculates the amount of watts that I know you what push. it does. You just wanted to say, does it make you more powerful? Yes. Um. Sorry. It calculates your power, and sometimes it's over nine thousand. Really? 9, it, was th- it was a thousand dollars for a, a power think... meter. I think a brand new one is about a thousand. And you're trying to sell one. I'm four thousand. No, no, no. But I, it's I'm... not brand new. <gasps> I don't remember how much I'm trying to sell it for. Okay, it's coming with the bike. Okay, so I'm selling the complete bike. Uh, three thousand. We're really going into Amanda's motorcade. Five hundred. <laughs> if yeah. anyone wants it. Which bike? Ram Force E-Tab road bike, full carbon, spheric, medium. <laughs> <laughs> But what was the brand of the bike? Frame designed in Canada and designed in Quebec. By who? Who is the frame builder? What? By Spheric. Oh, by Spheric. Spheric. Right, right, yeah. right. Who the fuck is Spheric? Yeah. Spheric. It's a Quebec brand. Trying to hock some snidey, off-the-shelf, 10-pound Canadian Quebec Ten bike. <laughs> Telling us this is handmade carbon. It's an AliExpress bike, isn't it, Amanda? It is. Maybe. Definitely is. <laughs> no. This All is right. A great episode. I'm having a great time. It just is. I love game episodes. I love just mocking each other. Did we resolve that? Oh yeah, Amanda asked for free pedals. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Please. <laughs> yeah, okay. You you know what my at is? Help help this girl get her tricks. <laughs> yeah. You know you can pick up like a set of cheap straps and pedals for probably around twenty pounds. Mm-hmm. That's expensive. <laughs> You're trying to sell a three and a half thousand pound carbon bike with a fucking ten euro, ten thousand pound meter that makes you go faster. Yeah, but bro, it was designed in Canada. It was designed in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's ever heard of it, it's, but it's cool in Canada. It's carbon fiber with maple syrup resin. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> 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 you you can't ride it in the summer because it will melt. The Beezle cat, the Beezle want to chase you. <laughs> when yeah. you're bunking, you can just lick the frame and it gives you What's energy bunking? and sugar. <laughs> when you bunk is like when you have no more energy in a race and you need fuel. It's a roadies term. When you bunk, bunk. Oh, like yeah. yo, dude, I'm bunking right now. Give me some candy. 
like you're on the verge of why do you always sound so gangster yeah when you do you do an impression is that is that your tip is that your like standard like road bike guy dude impression <laughs> hey bro I'm, ba- I'm bunking give me some I'm candy bunking, bro. <laughs> i mean i kind of like it give me them pringles bro <laughs> give me them pringles you don't carry yeah. pringles when you ride dude yeah some people do pringles nuts pringles coke where'd you um, get pringles candies in your, in your, in your you... back it, dude in your in fucking your jersey sling, <laughs> slingshot whatever pack who the fuck carries pringles that's gonna be the worst <laughs> thing to carry in your bag or on your bike pringles you just you just take out the box you know the nice like tube box and yeah. you crumble them into your frame bag <laughs> what the fuck and you just nibble on crumbles <laughs> all the way around. Did I tell you about my egg idea? My top tube egg idea? Yeah. I did. Yes, I, please do. And there was a video of those people making eggs on the bike. Oh, yeah. We had this bike. conversation. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's a shame. I don't have that many yeah. stories then, do I? <laughs> it's disappointing. <laughs> Who's next? All right. I am next. All right. So, would you rather have a neon orange flag above your head what at the all fuck? time? Oh my God. Basically transforming yourself into a Sims. So, basically, Germans. <laughs> oh my God. Ooh. I love how you wow. laughed at your own joke there. <laughs> but, you don't have to wear a helmet. Or you're wearing a helmet. Oh god, wearing a helmet. So many people listening to this right now are going to be like, No, you need to wear a helmet. There's no good reason to not wearing a helmet. There is no good reason not to wear a helmet. And I get that. I get that and you're too. Right. Yeah, and you're totally but right. Shut the fuck up and let me be. <laughs> and let me wear my orange flag on my head. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I have one life. If I want to make it shorter, let me make it shorter. Well, don't say that, bro. Nobody wants you to die. <laughs> but I agree. I, I, you know, I hate to say it on the podcast, but I'm going to. I've completely stopped wearing mine. <laughs> yeah. I've never seen you wear a helmet until Rad Race, which is you have to be on the track and you have to wear a helmet on the track. You have to legally wear one. That was the first time I've one. ever seen you wear a helmet, Rob. Yep. There is some pictures on, on the gram uh, where I'm I wearing... was hoping you were going to have your nice pink flashy pock helmet, to be honest. No. I to like be it. fair, it's a nice helmet. Yeah, it is a and nice I think helmet. you can fucking rock that shit. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Still not going to wear it. It's crazy because... Because I cracked my skull I'm, this year I'm as well. also yeah. wearing a helmet for it, like, while I'm on my shift. But the second I'm done, I just put it on the table and forget about what, it. What you wear one every day now to ride uh, to 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 at work. Well, and you don't just carry on. Every day, but I try it. to wear one. That's kind of messed up. Every day. That's kind of. Messed up. I don't know. It's just okay. So I'm wearing one every time I'm on a cargo bike and I'm going from point A to point B to do deliveries. But you but, won't ride, but you'll ride a track bike through the city and not wear one. Exactly. It's just... That's bananas, that. I don't know. It's just not the same thing. Yeah, I think it's way and more I dangerous totally to ride get a track why bike. People, I totally get why people would say it doesn't make sense. I understand, but it's not a question about making sense. It's just I don't like it I mean, when ride, I'm on my track bike. We ride bikes with no brakes. We don't make any sense, so. Yeah, that's a good point you got there. Yeah. But on the, on the other side, I don't know if I want a red flag three meters above my head at all time. No, that would suck. That would just be a pain in the ass. You'd, like, hit bridges. <laughs> that, that's your only concern. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, looking cool, obviously. All right, what have I got? What have I got here? What have I got? Carbon rims, deep section carbon rims, or shallow aluminium rims? 
We've done that. I know. Before. I realized. But like, how deep? <laughs> <laughs> this is the clip that's going on Instagram. That is definitely the clip. The clip. Deep. Fuck you how guys. Deep. <laughs> well, I'm really sorry, but it sounded really funny. But how deep? Um, <laughs> fifty mil, sixty mil, fifties mil limit. I'd say fifty's my limit. Yeah, fifty. Is my limit. Fifty is my limit, but forty looks way better. Wait, I've got a better comparison. I've better, right. better dilemma. You've either got to ride eighty-eight or ninety millimeter carbon rings, ah. or what would be the what would be the, the what would be a bad thing? What would be the dilemma? What would be a bad? Thing? What would be the dilemma? Or Steel ring, old, what? An old no, steel dude. ring. There you go. There's a dilemma. Like a really old steel ring. <laughs> I'll go ring. with the carbon. Of course you would. I'll go with the carbon as well. Okay, then what would be I mean, better? What would be a better dilemma? Like, I don't know, mate. But steel rims? Hell no. It's it would be like riding on soft butter. Mm, that's true. I love soft butter. <laughs> oh, I love a good soft butter. On toast. But um Yeah. But I have nothing against like 88, 90 millimeters rem. I know that a lot of people think it looks cool. And on some scenarios it can't look cool. And by the way, in this setup, it's a chub hub. Oof. What's no. what's the dilemma with chub hubs? Chub up and a 90 mil rim, your, your spokes are going to be oh, like 10 too. centimeters long. <laughs> I used to ride a chub hub. I hate chub hub. They remind me of my last name. Amanda what? C. Burger. <laughs> what? Amanda Chub Burger. Chidobi. Chidobi. Chubby. <laughs> what is your worst, what's your worst aluminium rim? Like, I really hate the worst aluminium like rim. A like a tubular, a really old tube. Like an old magic. Yeah, I hated those tubular. Yeah, yeah. Terrible. Yeah. So, terrible rim. So it's that rim or 90 mil carbon with a chub hub. 90 mil carbon 90 all mil the way. Carbon. Even if I don't want to, bro, tubular for every day, hell no. Yeah, it's horrible. I hated those old Mavic rims. Even though they were iconic and actually good. But, yeah. I don't... I, well, I don't know. Hot take, but fuck Mavic. Like, it's a terrible brand. Why? It's a French brand. Yeah. And the Ellipse... The Ellipse hubs are the most fucked up track hubs. Mish Primatos aside. <laughs> I've... I've ever seen, and they're just the laziest fucking company I've ever seen. When road bikes were starting to use disc brakes, Mavic was just like, let us take the mountain bike hubs, put a rim, a road rim, and then that's it. Voila, new wheel set for mm. disc brakes road bikes. And it's just overall, it's just shit products. Even their higher end stuff. I've never ridden any of the higher end stuff, so I don't know. Well, there is a reason why the entire French team, I mean, the, I'm talking about the, the, the track yeah. team, right? They used to ride like front Mavic IO and Comet on the back uh -huh. or double Mavic Disc. Uh -huh. And they switched to Corema. Because they were better. It's just shit. Yeah, Karima is just way better. Yeah. I don't know. I'm I I personally have a thing against Mavic. I don't particularly like Mavic. I just don't know any I know the ellipses are like the shoddiest, shittiest wheels, to be honest. They're they're really bad. But I don't know what any of their other products are like. I just stay away from them. It's like Mish. Yeah. Okay, Mish. 
I've said that a couple of times on on the show, I think, but I had a pair of ellipse. They lived for one winter. And then they were dead. And they died. Yeah. I think mishups and mish components are some of the worst components in the in the in, shouldn't be allowed to do yeah. track stuff. Yeah, so there's a picture somewhere and there is even like an LFGSS thread about mish primato cranks failing. And someone has a picture somewhere of an entire box, like a full-on box of just fucked of of fucked cranks. Yeah. That doesn't surprise me. They just break so easily. Yeah. They can't be used on the velodrome, I'm sure, because the torque is just so much. You, you know, I can bend them right around the streets here. Another dilemma that concerns me is has to also, again, do with ratio. So trying to figure out what ratio to ride in different crits. And also having a too difficult ratio on my trackable bike because I only own crit ratio cogs. Oh my god. <laughs> it's such a fucking elitist problem. Oh my god, Amanda's got some first Bro, I have problems because I I'm literally too cog. strong. Why don't you buy just every cog? I just haven't done that yet. Is there not like packs you can buy? Like from Mish, I think actually. I think Mish do them. Where you can buy like everything. Yeah, I guess. You should get a, a chain ring and um, cog sponsorship. Yeah. Because what do you call it? Um, what's the Irish girl called? Uh, Walsh. I think her surname is Walsh. It is. Orla Walsh. Yeah, great writer. But she, a lot of the content I've seen with her, she just opens this like beautiful like case thing. And it's just got like every cog in it. Mm. It's like really cool. And she's got like multiple chain rings in there. Mm. And then you would never have an issue. You could choose any ratio you ever wanted. Mm. Imagine that freedom. Imagine. That's, that's it. That's, what a life. Imagine what having every cog and every chain ring site so you could just choose any gear ratio. Has anyone done that? That's crazy. Like wizardry, isn't it? It's like magic. Amanda's life needs to be on quick release. Quick release pedals, quick release card, quick release everything. Can you do quick release pedals somehow? Yeah, I think you can because uh, I think that's how folding bikes work. They have quick release pedals. No, folding and bikes also, the pedal I, fold. Well, some of them, but others have quick release pedals. And I know MKS made at some point a quick release pedal. What? That yeah. sounds sketchy. What if there's a system where the axles and the pedal stays the same, but the actual pedal clips off? That would be solid. So it's like a quick release. So, the, so you just take the plastic, the pedal itself would release from hmm. the axle, and then you would clip on your other SPD, SF, whatever the other SPDs are. Another awesome slow spin sidey business idea. That is Please a genius. don't mention it. That's a genius. Just, just do it and make money out of it. Yeah, and I hope like we never hear of it until it's done on the market <laughs> and like, and we're back here in our grandmother's basements, like talking about that idea that we once had. That is a genius idea, though. Is that not a thing? I don't know. But we should do an episode with top 10 slow spin business ideas. Yeah, yeah. and give them away. <laughs> yeah. Two people that can actually do them. Yeah, but wait, really, though, you could just have a proper, like, push, quick release. Boom, boom. And the pedal would come off with the sealed bearings inside of it and cartridge bearings. And then you would just replace your pedal. You would never have to take the axle out of the crank arm. Someone is going to DM me next week saying that already exists. It must exist in all the types of uh, SPDs, I'm sure. All right. All right, cool. So, Amanda, I, 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 let's get you a sponsorship for all the cogs and chain rings in the world. Yeah, let's do it. Solution for Amanda's most problems is money. <laughs> Buy more gear. <laughs> all right. This is... One by one of our lovely Patreons. And 
Matt was saying, would you rather have one bike only, so you can only own one bike, in the city of your dreams, mm. or as many bike as you want, but in the, in the shittiest city to ride in? City of dreams, baby. City of dreams. I totally yeah. agree. That one was an easy one. That's a good one, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. One bike in the city of dreams. Woo! Patreons will love you. Uh, and if you're not a patron, well, objectively, I love you less, but I still love you. <laughs> <laughs> I have a dilemma every day when I go out for a ride. Do I take the camera or do I not take the camera? Uh, I feel yeah, you on that that's one. That's a hard one. Uh, I like to have a small shitty camera always mm. with me. Mm. And when I know, for example, when I was in Berlin, I always had the big camera mm -hmm. with me. Even if I'm like, uh, don't want to take the big camera, but it's still with me. Yeah. I mean, all in all, I think Amanda, you can vouch for me on there, but I had my gigantic backpack nonstop yeah, yeah, yeah. in mm -hmm. Berlin. Yeah. Yeah. And at some point, it's just part of your body. She's like, yeah, I am a backpack now. I think you have two pairs of socks that are mine. What? <laughs> that I got a, a free pair of socks, two pairs from the team that I'm in. Are, and are these like the silky, super fucking ugly white socks? Yeah. Oh my God. Right. I'll put them on the side. They are the ugliest shit I've ever seen. <laughs> have you been wearing them, Paul? No, they are yeah. still untouched. But he's been wearing the fire socks I got him, so... Yes, I oh, actually yeah. have them on today. Oh, cute. Have you been wearing yours, Rob? Yeah. Every mm -hmm. day. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. That was like the most sarcastic, yeah. I'm sorry, I only wear white socks. <gasps> I, I'm, I'm not a flamey sock kind of guy. I'll have yours then. You can have my, if my, yeah. See, at least it will get used. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. The, the gesture, Amanda, it was a wonderful present. <sighs> but sadly, I won't wear flames on my socks. Yeah. Well, just Crocs. Just Crocs in my socks, exactly. Well, bro. you need the fire socks with your Crocs. You're telling me I can't wear my Crocs unless I wear fire socks. Yeah, Is exactly. That, can't wear your Crocs without fire socks. Alright people, I hope you love listening to this <laughs> Society podcast. I think I this think is gonna be it for today. I yeah, I think I... Uh, well well I there's so much I still have to say. Oh uh, my okay. no mine I, I've used all my good ones. I have so you... many. Alright, all right, okay, let's do another one it? then. How many pedals right. should I buy? <laughs> Sorry about that. Guys, I'm struggling Sorry with different handlebars. I have drops 42 mils, drop 24 <laughs> mils, drop 38 mils. All right. So, dilemmas. Mm -hmm. Having too many bikes in your room. Oh, that is quite a good one. Yeah. That is a, good, a good one, one, actually. Yeah. Um, another dilemma. Have Carrying a lock with you the entire day and never using it. Oh, my God. But then the good... one time... You need your lock. You don't have it. That's a good dilemma. Where did these? Why did you use these ones? Dude, before? I was taking the sun today on my rooftop, eating my salad, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just closing my eyes, lying down, and I was like, "Okay, I should come up with some dilemmas." And I was noting them down on my phone. Good. So the inspiration of the sun. I was up there on my rooftop, <laughs> taking water. the sun. <laughs> Having a little bit of water, <laughs> and then when a bright idea hit my brain, that <laughs> wonderful that brain of mine, I was taking my quill and my ink. <laughs> the one and only brain of mine. <laughs> but they're good dilemmas, though. Yeah. yeah. Too many bikes in your room. Uh, Too many bikes I totally in any agree. room is just, yeah, it's just suffocating. Okay, I have an last, another one. Mm -hmm. Another dilemma: ripping out the threading of under your shoe of on your SPDs on your SPD Stop on your SPD, on your, on your velo sambas because the cleat rips out because you're trying to skid, and then 
the cleat gets stuck in the pedal. Is this a dilemma? Have... Has this happened to you more than once? <laughs> yes. Yes? Yeah. And real? This is that more and than now, once? My velosambas are completely fucked, so I don't use them with cleats anymore. And I just use them to walk. They're, they're your flat pedal trainers. <laughs> yeah. When someone donates you some flat pedals and strap. <laughs> yep. And then also, last dilemma, trying to decide what clothes to wear Ooh. based on your commute, the weather, and temperature. Oh, my God. Based on the bike you're riding, mate, more than anything. <laughs> oh, as well, as well. Actually, I don't have that much choice in terms of clothing. So, so. Minimalist Rob. Thank without you. Without fire socks. Yeah. Can we come back on the bikes in room of for course. a second? Of course, Paul. Thank you. We know. We know that's all you have. <laughs> no, 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 no. But no, but ser- seriously, though, I think like a bike in a room can be, especially for cycling people, can be like a great like decoration addition to like furniture, etc. But more than that, like bikes actually takes not that much physical space but a lot of visual space they're so uh, visually noisy it's insane yeah yeah i i didn't believe you and i know you've been saying this for quite a while paul but i'm like just down to three after starting with like what eight in here originally and my god my life is so much better with so much more space it's like i can breathe again well that's gonna be it people bikes in the rooms etc uh red flags above your head good episode overall i would say a brilliant episode overall everyone listening to this you'll love listening to us because <laughs> if if you don't truly love listening to us rambling about shit oh, for yeah, an hour yeah. then you stopped 30 minutes yeah. ago if if you're not already into this show then, then today would have been the end of it for you. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, people, that wraps up another episode of the Slotspin Society podcast. Everything we discussed today will be in the show notes on the blog, slotspinsociety.com, along with the various articles and write-ups I post every two weeks. Slotspin Society is proud to be a listener-supported podcast. If you get value out of the show, why not consider putting some value back in? You can visit patreon.com slash podcast to join the community where pledging at any level will grant you to the extended cut of the show. Special thanks goes to our 44 Patreon supporters making this show possible and ad-free. We love you guys. You can also find us on our Discord server. The invite link is also in the show notes or with our Instagram account at slowspinsiety. Rob is at currency.co. Amanda is at amandacburger and I go by at underscore poll underscore you. Sharing the podcast with your friend is by far the easiest way to support the show by giving us a good review on the platform of your choice. The music for the show is Lovely Swinger by Maria, and the illustration is by me. It's time for the after show. We'll see you in two weeks. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. Ciao for Tschüss. now. Tschüss. 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 Tschüss.